welcome to the first official podcast of Just Ask Sherry. So hopefully if you listen to my little about me so you know what this podcast is about. It's about advice, it's tips and tricks to adulting. So let me get some, um, you know, housekeeping out of the way first. So go ahead and send your questions to me at justaskshari at gmail.com or you can follow me at Instagram at justaskshari and DM me your questions and I promise that it stays between me and you and we want to know what's going on out here. So let's get into our first scenario. So this came from um, a DM. And let me tell you, this one is juicy. So dear Sherry, my coworker confessed to me that she's having an affair with our male coworker. They're both married and I know her husband. Should I say something? <coughs> wow. Well, you know, I feel like this happens more than you think it does. Like, I've never worked with anybody attractive, but I, I, I hear these stories all the time. So I'm not that surprised to get this question. But, geez, people are really looking at their coworkers like that, huh? huh? Never happened. So, okay, so let me let me unpack this question. So, okay. <sighs> you know her husband. Um... To go with unless you're actually related to him or this is like your best friend like her husband is your best friend you kind of want to kind of keep that to yourself because you don't want to get involved in this kind of domestic dispute because this, this, that's what this is going to turn into and then how do you know like what's going on in their situation I am a big believer in telling the truth, but I feel like sometimes you have to know when to tell the truth. And in this instance, that's probably not it. You know, nobody wants to be the Linda trip to Monica Lewinsky. Okay? Because had not been for Linda, nobody would know about Monica. And we really, yeah, yeah, no, nobody remembers Linda, do they? No, no. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put myself in that scenario like my coworker comes into my office they close the door and they're like listen Sherry I'm having like a relationship with you know I don't know Frederico down the hallway um don't tell my husband but then my next question is why is your coworker telling you this I always go back to looking at what are people's motives? Does she want you to tell her husband? Like, does she? is this just like, oh, you know, like it's titillation. Oh, I want somebody else to know. I, I want to be discovered. I, I, yeah, I have to kind of think about what are her motives and what is the end game here? Or are you like me? Are you the office psychiatrist where everybody comes in your office and talks to you about it? And then... Is she looking for advice or, did, or is this something like you all were talking and she just couldn't hold it in anymore and she told you that, you know, her and Frederico down the hall are like having an affair? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking this one you might want to keep to yourself. My advice to you about this is, yeah, go ahead and keep this secret to yourself unless this is like your cousin, your brother, your best friend. And then even then you have to kind of be real circumspect in in when you drop a secret like this because we don't we don't advocate domestic violence here and, and that can really lead to a domestic violence situation and 
you know, maybe they're already having issues and they're working through it. This is one of those questions where I feel like I need more information. But since you asked, just ask Sherry. I'm going to give you my honest opinion from the little bit that I know. And don't you worry, listeners. I'm going to go back to her and ask her for more information because I need to know more. Um... I would say probably keep this one to yourself. I would recommend to her, if this is like your good coworker, your good, you know, your best office friend, I would just say to her, listen, you do understand that you are putting your situation in jeopardy. Like, um, you're going to be homeless in a shelter. He could put you out if he finds out about this. Not to mention, both you and Frederico could be out of a job. Because, you know, if Fred, it's going to depend on what position she has in the company, what position he has, are they equally, you know, on the same step? Does it look like maybe she has more influence than he does? Do they intersect? So this this kind of situation just causes more issues. And I would just say to her, listen, you're married, handle your marriage situation before you do anything else. And I understand, okay, you know, you got something good going on with this guy, but it's not worth it. It is not, absolutely not worth it. Handle your business with your husband first. And if this is someone that you you no longer want to be married to, then you need to handle that first too before you move on with this guy. And who's to say, first of all, who's to say that he's even, you know, Frederico is somebody she want to even move on with. I get it. But handle your own business first before you go out here and do some, some shenanigans and foolishness. Um, and for Frederico, miss, I wouldn't even look him in the eye when you see him because what you don't want is for your coworker friend to tell Frederico that, um, you know, that you now know about this secret and he's, you know, backing you up in the hallway trying to threaten you. Cause real talk, those things actually do happen. Okay. Like you want to tell her, listen, please don't tell anybody that you told me this secret. I'm going to pretend like I don't know. This is like a priest in a confessional. I'm going to pretend like I don't know, like you never told me. But um, handle your business first, okay? Don't cheat on your husband. Like, I just, yeah, don't cheat on your spouse. That's that's not cool. It's never been cool. If this is not someone you want to be with, then set some ground rules and figure out how to move on. And if you're going to stay in the marriage and you have an open marriage, that's something totally different. But this does not sound like an open marriage. This sounds like hubby is at home waiting for you to talk about I'm working late and you and Frederico are somewhere, you know, in like the back of his car. If it doesn't feel right, most times it means it probably is not right. So, you know, I'll tell you, I've worked at a couple different places, and I've seen people get together on the job, and it's just, it's it's seedy and it's nasty because, you know, it's always people who have kids and who always, you know, have the appearance of having a really good home life. You end up meeting their spouses, you meet their kids, and then you know that this person, an old boy, you know, down the hallway, um, hooking up all the time. Her shoe marks are on the wall. And at hand to God, I know about situations like that. And it's just, it's unfortunate. And for all, you know, you folks who are working in a situation, your coworker kind of flirts with you, or your boss, or the VP, or whatever, keep your eyes to yourself. It's never a good idea, ever, ever. And people are always looking for an escape hatch. You know, so don't let somebody make you into their fantasy when at the end of the day, that fantasy can turn into a nightmare for you while you're out here just minding your own business. Okay?
So I'll tell you, you know, some real life tea of a scenario that I have myself witnessed. So I'm going to keep this good and vague so that, you know, nobody tries to sue me. How about that? So um, a couple jobs ago, I was working on this really big IT project. I'm not an IT person, BTW, but we had a consultant come in from like one of those big firms and he was clearly on the make. Okay, he was George Hamilton Tan. Okay, so I'll never forget. I walked in the room and they turned like he turned around to introduce himself to me. And he was so tan and the hair was so slicked and just like the the whole outfit, like the bright, brightly colored. His pants were extra tight. I'm like, think of myself, where are you going? Right. So, you know, one time he like tried to massage my shoulders while I was sitting in the chair to turn around like, oh, yeah, we don't touch here. Okay, so, but this, I'll repeat the story, it's not about me. So, as we get further along into the project, um, he was hitting on my boss, who was a female, and she wasn't receptive to it, because I feel like she, like me, yeah, we don't talk to people at work. That, that doesn't work. No, thank you. No, thank you. So, he ended up hooking up with um, one of the younger associates, uh, she was pretty young. I mean, he was in, like, his 40s, and she was maybe, like, early 20s. Like, early, first job out of college. And can I just say, he is married with multiple kids, and she was trying to tell me some story about this boyfriend that she's trying to get to marry her. Yeah, do you know them people had a serious affair? Like, everybody knew. Everybody knew, and it just got to be, like, really, really uncomfortable and distasteful. Like, they would go um, on elevators together. If the elevator opened up, you'd, like, catch them, like, mid-embrace, and they'd break away from each other. Um, <laughs> a couple times he was not supposed to be in town. He was supposed to be, you know, calling in from home, and she would call out the same day, and we knew that they were in, like, a hotel room together. She'd be in, like, the bathroom, and there'd be an echo from the bathroom, and he'd be in the bedroom, so you could hear his voice in the background. Like, that's how intense this affair was. So, to make a long story short, you know, this went on for, oh, darn near a year. I swear to you, it went on for a year. At, at least. It just got heavier and heavier and heavier, and eventually, um, it started to interfere with the project and his performance in the project because other people started to notice and felt like, you know, this is an older man. He's taking advantage of her. Meanwhile, she, it, let's be real, she wasn't, she wasn't like 16 and a teenager being taken advantage of. She knew what was going on. And they were two adults who mutually got into this affair. He ended up having to leave that company that he had been with for like 15 years because um, our, like, bigwig VP ended up getting wind of it and turned, I want to say kind of turned on him a little bit, you know, like the feedback was no longer so complimentary. So he ended up leaving and she ended up leaving because I swear to you, people were like going around calling her slutty spice. And I feel like it was on the strength of the fact that he is married with kids and she's in a relationship and they're both wrong. So yeah, 
understand that whole hooking up with a coworker thing can really go very much left. So now you have two people who've had to leave their jobs because the innuendo and just the seediness of it, it got to be too much. And I never said anything to her about it because we weren't cool like that. But I know other people were, you know, on the sly whispering about her and him too. You know, like, ma'am, you do understand he's trying this with everybody. And I chalked that some of that up to, you know, her being young. And she, he knew, he knew who to prey on. Let's say that. She was ripe for it. But I also feel like she didn't feel like she was doing anything wrong either because I heard her say many times, and to me also, that, you know, she had this boyfriend that she wanted to try and, you know, have him propose. I'm thinking to myself, wait, so you're in a whole, you know, adulterous affair with a married man and you have you have the audacity, audacity to want your boyfriend to marry you? I do think that even... If you don't know that your partner's having a relationship, like your spidey sense tingles. Come on. You know, there are points where you are totally clueless and you don't know. And unless this person is like a pathological liar and really good at hiding things, at some point, you know, things just don't feel right. And it's that spidey sense that tells you, okay, well, this person is up to something and eventually it all comes out. But she was like 100% fine with, yeah, you know, I want my boyfriend to propose. And he's, you know, like buying his wife like gifts because they've been married like 25 years. Don't do it. That whole co-worker thing, it never works out well. And then you probably end up having to look for a new job because people don't like that. People don't like to think that you are, you know, doing this kind of thing in the office, especially if you have a spouse and they've met your spouse and you have kids. So let me just make a blanket statement. Just don't do it. Don't do it. It's not a good idea. There's never been anybody fine enough for you to ever consider jamming up your situation, whether it be at home or where you make your bread. That is just as sherry. Like, I put my final stamp on that. The co-worker thing, don't do it unless you're both single. And then, hey, why not? But if one or both of you are married or in a committed relationship, don't do it. It's not a good look. Just as sherry. How about that? And so I will keep his information anonymous, but it goes a little something like this. My girlfriend and I have been together three years, and she told me in the beginning of our relationship she wanted to get married. I told her I wasn't ready, and we've been living together for two years now, and she came home yesterday and told me she would be gone by the end of the month. I was shocked when she told me she was moving on because she wants to be with someone who wants to marry her and have a family. I'm not ready to propose, but I don't want to lose her. What should I do? Sir, let me just be honest with you here. Go ahead and let that one go. She's leaving her security deposit with you, probably furniture. She probably only moved out her clothes. Yeah, she's she's absolutely 100% serious. Go ahead and let that one go. It concerns me that, you know, you guys have been together three years. She's already told you that she wants to get married. And she's sitting down and having a conversation with you. And you're still not sure. Yeah, no, she's not the one for you. Let her go. Let her find, you know, her happiness and her spouse. Because... 
Waiting on you is not a good idea. This is how you end up on the first 48 dateline. Okay, like sitting there and Keith Morrison is asking your parents, like, did you really think that she would ever murder him? Yeah, because you're wasting this lady's time. You know, maybe you're an only child. Maybe you used to, you know, having things go your way. This is not, this is not the one for you. So go ahead and let her go. Go ahead and cry yourself to sleep. Though I, I wonder how much you're really going to be crying if this was not someone that you can imagine yourself being with. Like, I get it. You're not ready for commitment. But, jeez, three years of living together and nothing? Nothing? You still not ready? You want her to take another number and wait in line for you? No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm with sis. Not today. Keep it moving. You'll find somebody else. I, I'm going to hazard a guess and say, don't be surprised if you see her in six months with, like, a wedding band on. Because she's real serious. And, um, yeah, it's not about you anymore. So go ahead and move on. That's the best you can do sometimes. Chalk this one up to a lot. Okay, so let me just say one more thing. Or really a couple more things about this situation. So... I feel like with married couples, at least one of the two people knew that this was someone that they wanted to marry, right? So I feel like relationships progress a couple of different ways. So if it's progressing to marriage, you've been together a while, you know, you've, you're in that place where you're just really comfortable with this person, you built a life and the next step is marriage or, you know, long-term commitment. Or alternatively, you have the folks who meet within you know, three months, six months, a year, and get married, and be, they just knew. They just knew. But it's very rare that you have someone who's been with someone for a while, and they're just on the fence about it. Like, yeah, I don't really know if this is the person for me. Like, you've been together three whole years. Three whole years. And you don't know if this is the person that you really want to take the next step with? Like, how long does it take you to make a decision? Are you one of those people at Chipotle who can't decide if they want the carne asada or the chicken? Like, how long is that line to wait for you? And how long do you think is appropriate for someone to wait for you to really make up their mind to say whether or not this is, you know, they're the right person for you? It's a little bit selfish. It's, uh, okay, let me not say a little bit. It's a lot selfish for you to just say... I want her to wait for me. Like, who's, who's got time for that? Life is very short. Who's got time to wait for somebody to yay or nay you? And then, what if she does wait another three years and you decide, you know what? We've been together six years now and yeah, I don't see this going any further. That's prime time she could have spent finding someone else. And I'll say that there's a biological clock for both men and women. So this just happens to be, you know, a situation where it's a man who's not sure. But this goes both ways. Because I had a friend who was with her, he ended up proposing to her, her fiancé, for 10 years. And she had no intention of ever marrying him. They are no longer together. He's moved on. He's married. He's had kids. And she's still single. She, she helped raise her siblings. So... She never intended to ever get married, but because she was with this person and she loved him, she made him think that they would one day get married. Like, she lost her wedding ring, like, the engagement ring, um, 
just never said a date. And eventually, their relationship fell apart because he got tired of waiting in vain. Okay? Bob Marley said it. I do not want to wait in vain for your love. So, it's a little bit unfair of you to expect her to wait on you. And that goes both ways. Men don't ask women to wait an extraneously long time. Women don't ask men to wait an extraneously long time. Because while I'm waiting for you... You can't be happy like that. You have to imagine, if she's moving out, she's leaving her stuff, she's not happy. So how long are you going to sit in unhappiness waiting for someone to say, okay, you're up at bat, I choose you, ma, or I choose you, you know, bae? How long do you wait for that? And that's not a good place to be, right? So, and then you turn around. So, okay, so he's saying... He's not ready for her. But this is the kind of person that I guarantee you will meet somebody and in four months to see them on the gram like proposing to them. And then imagine that chick that you made wait three years for you to for you not to make a decision to see that. Then she's like, oh, it really was me this whole time. And it was. Sometimes it, it's just not there. You just don't feel like this is the person that you can spend, you know, the rest of your life with or you want to have kids with or all that stuff. But when someone, you know, steps up to the plate and is like, listen, this is a yes or no answer. This is this is, this is is not, you know, like write a paragraph, an explanation. I need to you either choose box A or B. There's no C as in, let me explain why I think we should wait around a little bit longer. So, I just want to add my additional two cents to that situation. Don't ask someone to wait for you. If you really don't feel like this is someone who you are going to spend, you know, your life with or get married to. It's different if you are together three months and she's pushing you to get married. But three years as an adult... That's that's kind of some good time, you know, for you to say, okay, well, I'm not ready for marriage, but I know when I am, you're the one for me. That's not what you said. You said I want her to wait so I can make up a decision. No, 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 no. Sometimes you just have to let people move on. And if you all finally, you know, find your way back to each other, that's great too, but... Like a baby bird, let her fly away and find the one she's supposed to be with. Because while you're with her, maybe the one that you're supposed to be with is waiting for you to be available. Right? That's my two cents. My my additional two cents. I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the very first podcast of Jess at Shari. Um, I hope that you got a little bit of insight. It was juicy. I entertained you. Um, if you have comments or questions, please send me your questions. If you want me to, you know, give you my advice on something to jessasherry at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram or um, send me a message on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Stop by my Instagram. That's where I do my, you know, daily writing in cars where I tell you my thought of the day or, you know, walking these dogs, or I'm walking my two little furry bad dogs, and we just talk about, you know, what's going on out here, and and kind of my inner workings of my crazy mind, so, like I said, I hope you enjoyed, I so enjoyed talking to you, I felt like it was just me and you, boo, me and you talking to each other, so, listen, like, um, we're on to podcast number two, talk to you soon.